0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into a Tuesday episode of Lock John Cardinals Tuesday, the nineteenth of July for twenty twenty two. Thank you for making Lock John Cardinals your first listen of the day, each and every day, Monday to Friday. I am Lucas Smith. Along with me, JD Hafrin. was so close to a, a machine home run Derby win. JD, however, he will have to settle for make it to the semifinals every single time he participates in the Derby. He makes it out of the first round. That was fun last night.
1: Yeah, it was uh, unexpected, to say the least. Uh, most people, myself included, and you, were both pretty sure that Kyle Schwarber would you know, eliminate Albert early on. And it looked like that's what was going to happen in the uh, first few swings. Remember, he had to take a timeout, and like, I think it was like 54 seconds into the no, actual no, yeah. first yeah, draft. And we like, one. uh-oh, I think your first reaction to me was a, a text that said, Yikes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it, of course uh, Albert turns things around as he normally does, and uh, he ends up making everybody happy.
0: Yeah, he got a couple of those good swings, and so we'll talk a little bit more about holes today in the Derby. Also, going to talk about the All Star Game that is tonight. We so have three Cardinals in it now that O'Nolan Arenado is sitting out of the Derby, as well as we'll tease a little bit of later this week. We we'll talk about more in depth about Juan Soto, but the Cardinals are actually. Pretty good favorites to win one soto. So we'll discuss that yeah. in a little bit. So stay tuned for that. But no, you mentioned it. Two holes did not cut off to the, the the best of starts last night at the Derby. You know, I think I think when he called timeout he had one, maybe two home runs and then uh, he goes on a little bit of a run. I don't think he got the thirty second bonus. I don't think he hit a ball over four hundred and forty feet the entire no. night. But no. he hit more home runs than Kyle Schwarber did, which was Kind of bizarre. And when when it looks like, I don't know, when I think of Pujols' swing, J.D., I don't know if you're different than I am, I think of somebody who likes the ball down and in, you know, somebody who could just drop the bat head. But it looks like he was having more success on pitches up in the zone last night. Because we know that, you know, we we saw in Julio Rodriguez, those uh, batting practice pitches make a huge difference. And it looks like Pujols had a a high zone, uh, high, high hot zone last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the idea in these derbies is to get as much backspin as you possibly can, and you got to get the ball in the air. So anytime you get topspin, the ball is just going to and go straight into the wall or into the outfield. So it is very important. That was one thing I kind of paid attention a lot to how the uh, different pitchers were throwing their guys. And I felt really bad for like Ronald Acuna Jr. His dude was all over the place and obviously he didn't show out very well like he did his best but you can clearly tell he was a little upset at the end of his round or he's like dude this guy's not even throwing strikes like acuna's swinging and missing yep. <laughs> and pitches in a home run derby man that's not supposed to happen but uh yeah albert liked it up and uh you know he would go on his little runs here and there obviously a, a bit older than uh, other people that were were a part of this uh the, the, the age discrepancy was crazy. So Pujols, because okay, I, I saw these stats, oldest of the seven hitters, um, Jose Ramirez was only eight years old when Pujols hit his first Major League home run in April of 2001. So he was the oldest of everybody else he was going up against. The youngest was Julio Rodriguez, who was only 98 days old when little Albert little. hit that home run in 2001. So he got gassed a little bit early we knew that was going to happen. We brought that up. We said, dude, he's going to get tired. It's going to happen. It just is what it is. And um, But he did his thing, man. And it, and it was great to see, to uh, to watch him actually get by the first round.
0: I agree. I think that if he was in, only in the first round, it might have been a little bit more disappointing than anything else. I think that we all kind of thought, what did he get in the first round? 13? Yeah, he got 13 in the first round yeah. before, this, before the extra time and ended up with 20. I think when he got 13 – People kind of went on Twitter and said, good job, Albert, you know, whatever. And I, I did too, admittedly so. Like, yeah, that was fun, whatever. Schwarber's going to hit 14 in about a minute and a half. And then as the <laughs> time kept going on and on, I was like, he's not going to get there. Like, Philadelphia. So like, he, he's really not going to get there. And then obviously he doesn't get there right away. And as soon as he doesn't hit, uh, as soon as he only gets 13, you see Albert kind of just laughs. And you see his kids kind of you know, joshing with him and saying, you got to go back up there, Dad, all these different <laughs> things. He, he almost looked like he was expecting to not make it out of the first round, and he was content yeah. with that. And then yeah. you mentioned you know, he had to get back up, got to get back refocused, and here we go. And the minute swing off, or the minute of bonus time, however you want to word it, that, that was exciting to me. That, you know, that, that mm. was probably Albert out of his best. He hit seven. what had to have been seven home runs seven, in, yeah. in, that, in that minute swing off. That was exciting. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that was the best minute of the whole derby for my money. You know, obviously a little, there's <laughs> a little bit biased, bias, but, uh, seeing pools go up in that minute, that to me was, was Albert being Albert. Cause he's still got some bad speed. People forget that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he needed a left-handed, uh, pitcher. Right? And, he, and imagine how many he would have hit then. What were we thinking, Albert? He should have had a lefty up there, but yeah, you, you know, he hits the 10 and he takes a breather and, uh, I wonder if the moment where all of the players circled around him kind of motivated him even more. Because remember, he was at 10, and then he, he sits down, and everybody's like, "Oh uh, yeah," and then he's waiting on that 30-second bonus time, and that's when all the players started coming around him. Right. So you had the, the NL All-Stars, including Juan Soto, comes over, and they're like toweling him off, and everybody's having fun with him. He's laughing. And then all of a sudden all of the NL all-stars come over and then all the AL all-stars come over. They all surround him and just kind of pay their respects and show their appreciation to the machine. And you could tell he was kind of choked up. He's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are doing all this. This is silly. And then he's like, all right, well, I guess I got to go hit some more and maybe, maybe a little extra motivation for Albert because he looked really good after that and uh, ends up knocking off Schwarber who I don't know what your opinion is. Did it seem like Schwarber was giving it his all in that first round to you, Lucas?
0: I really want to say yes. I really want to say that it was Schwarber doing his best. Pe- I, I don't know because when you think about the, the, I don't think the pitchers were that great. He was getting either, so you, you could say that. And to everybody yeah. like saying that it was a bad derby because of that, because of Schwarber, you know, losing the pools in the first round, we could talk about whether it was a good home run derby or not. Because I think there's an argument that it wasn't that exciting outside of pooh holes and soda. And like I, I can understand that argument. But to those that are saying he like, uh, he he tanked it. I'm really—I don't know—that like just, just pessimistic to me. Like, was he giving his best effort? I don't know, right? Like, I, I understand mm-hmm. that. I know that it didn't look great, right? Yeah. But it's a home run derby. If it's a uh, home run derby of all things and scripted, then the home run derby is scripted. <laughs> like, so be it, right? I don't—I don't think
1: I, it was—I don't think it was scripted. But I just watching, especially in that first set where Schwarber yeah. we're getting close and he only needs thirteen to tie. And it just seemed like he kind of took his foot off the pedal a little bit. Was like, all right, let's just kind of eh, we'll ease back. And he just so happens to come up one short in the swing off. And I don't know. I, I I'm like you. I want to believe he gave it his all, but maybe he just just to be nice to the old guy, he let Albert move on to the second round, which was cool.
0: Well, I remember this question coming up in the twenty, I want to say, fourteen All Star Game when Adam Wainwright I uh, got the start that year. And uh, Derek, it was Derek Jeter's last year, and he gave up a first inning double or a home run to Jeter. You yeah. know, you know, and people were saying, "Oh, he laid a fastball down the middle." I was like, "And again, maybe people know Kyle Schwarber a little bit better than we know Adam Wainwright, but like in that instance, Wainwright did not lay a cookie cutter fastball on purpose mm-hmm. or whatever it was, sinker cutter. To J- that's not who Adam Wainwright is, right? But th- no. this one, you know, being a Derby, b- being Albert, a little different. I don't know. I, well, what I do know is that Schwarber's little bow afterwards was hilarious. I love that. Yeah. And I, it was really cool <laughs> to see Pujols interact with everybody. Because we, we see him interact with, with Cardinals every day, right? We, we see him laughing with Yadier. We see him yet laughing with Wainwright. You know, mentoring guys like Juan Yepes, younger guys. You know, we, we see him interacting there every day, right? I think mm-hmm. sometimes I, you know, I'm not going to speak for you, JD, but I forget his impact to the game as a whole. You know, not just to the Cardinal franchise. You know, how everybody around, you, you know, Manny Machado said earlier this year that he's not getting the send-off he deserves, and he's probably right. We've seen more send-offs since Manny said that, right? We'll probably see a send-off in Toronto when the Cardinals play there next week. You know, every time it's the last time Albert plays there, we're probably going to see more of that now, right? Yeah. So even though in the second round Juan Soto, the eventual champion, maybe future teammate, beat Albert Pujols, <laughs> you know, knocked him out, you know, even Soto, who did a huge bat flip at the end of round one, you could see him mellow out a little bit. He was excited. He beat it. like he was. You know, he put on Soto. He's a char- charismatic guy, right? But you could yeah. still see him do it in a little bit more of a respectful way. And I hate to sound like you know an old person saying that, be respectful on that <laughs> flip. But you could definitely see Soto take a step back and realize who he just knocked out.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you most certainly could. It was a, it was a lot of respect, and, it, and it's well deserved for Albert. It, it was great to see, and it was great to see it happen on the national stage. Uh, one thing I do want to point out, and you kind of mentioned it earlier. Pujols, although he didn't win a derby in his five attempts, uh, has never lost in the first round now, making the semifinals or the finals each and every time. So uh, that's pretty cool. That's a a cool little legacy that he leaves behind.
0: Also finishes, you know, this will probably be obliterated very shortly, but he's second most all time in the home run derby in terms of cumulative home runs. I heard them say that on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. Second to Pete Alonzo. And just a quick little note before we move on, J.D., I think Pete Alonzo took that,
1: Way too seriously yesterday. <laughs> what do you Just think? Saying. Meditate. You think meditating in between rounds of the home run derby I'm is taking things too seriously? At your bat?
0: Oh my It's yeah. Like I get that he's won it twice, and I don't know. Cardinal Twitter was enjoying it because we don't like very, Pete Alonzo very much for you know because he said he could put us in the hospital if he wanted to. But I, <laughs> that aside, I'm whatever. I'm sure we got he's a nice we, guy.
1: We got Stubby, Stubby Clab. Clab yeah. Stubby Clab owns Pete Alonzo. <laughs> don't worry about him. No big deal.
0: Regardless, that was borderline comical, so I just want to end it on that note real quick. But yeah. first, you know, headline not should should not be takeaway should not be we hate Pete Alonso. Takeaway no. should be we love Albert Pools and the moments last night were special. Hopefully we have more special moments tonight in the All-Star game and hopefully Pools is involved of it. We'll see how Manager Brian Snitker and uh, Dave Roberts, who apparently has a huge hand in the lineups. I've, I've heard people say that it wasn't Snit in the, middle of the lineup. I don't know. Uh, hopefully they're able to find a way to either get Albert at bat. Albert plays first and then is taken out middle of an inning. Something. So he has his moment tonight. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. But whether you are ready to pop the question or you're just wanting to celebrate a special milestone moment, you can get jewelry as unique as your special someone at Blue Nile. Com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as the setting style. Blue Nile has bench jewelers that will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind, just like your special someone. And if you're looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing, well, then you're just like me and you need to use the jewelry experts that are on hand 24 7 at Blue Nile, available via the phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every single budget. Make your moment sparkle with BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40%. You heard me right. 40%. On classic fine jewelry prices and 25% on engagement ring settings. So even if you're thinking about a year I'll ask her to marry me, you can get a 25% discount now, get the ring, and be safe. Plus, every order is insured, tips-free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Find your forever peace by going to BlueNile.com. All star game in LA. Chavez Ravine gets the all star game. First time, in I don't know how long, uh, but it's the NL versus the AL. Clayton Kershaw getting the start for the National League. Shane McClanahan getting the start for the American League. Let's start with Cardinal expectations, JD, and let's stick on Pujols because we'll talk about Helsley. Will he pitch? We'll talk about Goldie. He's obviously starting, hitting uh, cleanup. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. What do you think Dave Roberts, Brian Snitker, and company should do to get Pujols' moment tonight?
1: Um, I guess you got to bring him in. I would say probably, I don't know, fourth inning, third, fourth inning, something like that. He can just pinch hit for William Contreras, and then he can just DH for for a couple of innings. You know, you don't really have to put him out in the field. Um, I would prefer to save Albert's legs as a just uh, to be selfish as a Cardinals fan. I don't, I don't want him wearing himself out. I mean, he just had a big night at the derby uh last night. So I, I would like to see him take it easy. But uh just to have him come up and uh get announced as the pin shitter now batting for the National League All Stars and you get his standing ovation. He can do the, the tip of the cap to everybody and I think that would be perfect.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think maybe more for the moment, but obviously like you know, the problem won't happen just because like you said they want to save his legs and things and you'll probably want Freddie Freeman playing first base for you since, you know, yeah. for the Dodgers, but could be cool to get him an at-bat at first base and then take him out in the middle of an inning. We've seen that happen many times. You know, for instance, Derek Jeter did that whenever he uh, exited the, the All-Star game. He was replaced defensively so he could walk off. But I think that regardless, whatever they decide to do for Pujols, he'll get his moment. Like, I don't worry about that um, just no. because he, he deserves it. You know, People can scoff at whatever they want to scoff at, whatever but he, he deserves the moment on the national stage. He deserves the moment at the Midsummer Classic. He's been there plenty of times. You know, like I said, what he's done to this game and for for the players they're playing, they recognize it. Like that, that was clear last night too. You know, we t- touched on no. it a little bit. It was clear that the players recognized what was going on. And the fans too whenever he was introduced in the pageantry that was that <laughs> open with a fire that almost
1: burned Ronald Acuna and
0: scared him. Almost got out of. a lot of people, yeah. Did they not and warn Jose them that Ramirez. there was,
1: there was going to be some pyro behind them? Did they not tell the players that that was going to happen?
0: And again, I, this probably sounds like get off my lawn type of talk here. That was too long, <laughs> and they should not have started that at 7 o'clock. They should have started that at 6.30. Just saying. ridiculous. No. Anyways, I get off my high horse. Uh, Pujols tonight will get his moment. But Goldschmidt getting the start tonight, J.D., he'll be going up obviously against the best of the best, but good to see a Cardinal starter.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well deserved for uh, Goldie, who, uh, as we've mentioned before, your front runner for the NL MVP so far this season and uh, just got his 300th home run. So he, he's got he's got that. You know, off his back now. He doesn't have to worry about that anymore because that was uh, quite a while he hadn't actually gone yard. So uh, all things pointed up for for Goldie as we uh, get into the second half. But you know, I'm hoping to see some good at bats. Another uh, more embarrassing than to watch your team, your your players on your team like you know, strike out and not. Do anything whatsoever. I mean, I realize that these are the best pitchers in the league, but you always want to see him at least get a single or get on base or do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so hopefully Goldie can uh, put the ball in play and uh, you know do what he does best. Man, he gets he gets on base and uh, puts good good bat on ball.
0: I agree. And you mentioned the pitching best pitchers in baseball. That means Ryan Helsley must be in any conversation when you're talking about best pitchers in baseball at least this mm-hmm. season microscopic ERA, all these different things and electric stuff. He will likely pitch tonight. The way I said, he hasn't pitched since Friday. You saw him coming in, in that 7-3 to game against the Cincinnati Reds on Friday, so he'll have plenty of rest. It's not you know, you know, like he pitched on Sunday. You know, we know how Marmol doesn't like to use him too often, too you know, compactly. And you know all these managers know exactly what these pitchers can and cannot throw. You know, like yeah. there's a reason that pitchers were taken off or took themselves off and they have a map of how this, this game's going to go pitching wise, maybe more yeah. strictly than you would a normal game. Right. Cause you can kind of be a little bit more strict with it and just say, go do what you need to do. Right. Like, yeah. you know, this, like you said, you've said it many times. This game does not matter in terms yeah. of who wins or loses. Obviously, right. maybe being Cardinal people, you want to see the NL win for once. Right. Um, You know, the AL historically has done a very nice job at this all-star game, but maybe with the uh, fact that the the NL now has some DH experience in season, maybe they're able to use that DH to their advantage a little bit more. Right. Um, Hopefully Ryan Helsley can come in and pitch tonight. Do we see Miles Michaelis pitch as well? I think I I failed to mention him earlier in the show that he was a replacement. I don't know. He pitched on Saturday. So maybe why why would you replace a pitcher that can't pitch with a pitcher or that can't pitch again? Who knows? Maybe we'll see Michaelis and Helsley tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, Miles, uh, and just knowing him, he'd probably say, yeah, I can give you like 20 pitches, no, no big deal. And as you mentioned, all of these managers talk so that they can basically make a, a grid of how they can map things out for this game. Nobody's going to try to put anybody in danger. It's not like one of the managers can be like, you know what, the Cardinals are, uh, they, they, we could face him in the playoffs. Let's throw Michaelis for 50 tonight. Screw it. Right. They're not going to do that. That's not what's not what it's going to happen. There's a gentleman's agreement here that everybody's going to look out for each other, make sure everybody's cool. So if Miles can give him an inning, I'm sure he'll be happy to jump in there. If he doesn't, so be it. But I would expect to see Helsley. I, I would Most definitely will. He hasn't thrown since uh, Friday night, and um, he's he should be well-rested. So if he can come in there and throw 15 pitches, shouldn't be that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh, just the fact that Miles giving them twenty pitches. The way Michaelis has been pitching, that might give them two innings. You know, nah. who knows how, how many you know how long twenty pitches? Excuse me, will go for for Miles Michaelis, but we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I know that there was some controversy. We talked about it yesterday a little bit of Kershaw getting the start over Stanley Alcantara. I kind of said my piece because it, it, it's pretty simple to me. Clayton Kershaw has been too good for too long not to get a start. I have zero problem. With yeah. letting Kershaw start over Alcantara, you have anything different, or do you tend to agree on that point?
1: Not at all. It's a, it's an exhibition, and it's about the fans. And he's at home at Dodger Stadium. Why wouldn't you let him start? I would feel the same way if it was in Miami for Sandy Alcantara. If he if the game was down there, I would like to see him starting. Okay, but this is a cool moment for Kershaw at home. He's in the, the back end of his career. Heck, we, we didn't even know if he was going to be on the Dodgers this year. No, and then uh, here he is. So let him have his moment. I have no problems with this whatsoever. Sandy's got a long career ahead of him. He, he's probably going to get a chance to start again in an All-Star game sometime soon.
0: I would agree. I would agree. When you think of All-Star games, you always think of, of fun moments. I think one of my funner moments in recent memory for the Cardinals would be Yadier Molina's home run in the 20- there you go. I want to say 17 All Star Game when he hit the home run the opposite field. That was the same one when he took a selfie or took a picture rather of Nelson Cruz and Joe West. I think I'm getting these years right, but regardless, it was the home run. And you know, it was to give the NL a lead in that game. You know who gave the or to tie it, and you know who gave up that that game? Wade Davis, the only Cub on the roster that season. (laughs) So there you go. It shows you what good what good a Cub is. You got any fun All Star Game memories?
1: Uh, I, I, one of mine was, uh, was a a comical moment, really Randy Johnson toying with John Cruck and Larry Walker (laughs) in separate all-star games where he throws a pitch dangerously throws a pitch over both their heads in the all-star game in retrospect, very dangerous, but at the, at the time, very, very funny. Uh, you see Kruk just bailing out the next couple swings and then Walker puts on his, you know, former Cardinal Larry Walker puts on his helmet backwards or something like it was, it was silly. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun, you know, and uh, that's what that's what I'm more interested in. This game is that I, I just want to see the guys goofing off and having a good time, acting like kids again out there because uh, it's an exhibition, so it doesn't mean anything. And you can you can do that. You can you can let your guard down a little bit and goof off some. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot of that tonight. That's what that that would be cool.
0: I hope so too. Well, maybe they'll will probably have players mic'd up throughout the whole night because again, this game we, we, yeah. with a not with a not determining home field advantage for the allster for the World Series. Uh, you have the opportunity to be a little bit more loose with it. You can kind of talk, to play all these different things. So, uh, no. I'm sure Goldschmidt will be a man of many words, as he always is. I'm sure they won't <laughs> be able to get the microphone off him. <laughs> yeah. Did you see his interview with FS1 yesterday? It was the quickest ah. interview ever. It's hilarious. <laughs> he got well, one-word
1: answers, probably.
0: Oh my gosh! And like, it was very concise to the point. Someone, I think Ortiz asked him about mechanics, and he goes, "Yeah, basically." Shortening his answer is like, "Yeah, I'm in the cage a lot." It's basically what he said, and you know, and he elaborated <laughs> just a little bit. It was hilarious. I loved it. Uh, but regardless, we're going to have a lot of fun. And you know what else is fun, J.D.? Imagining that one of the best players in baseball might soon be a St. Louis Cardinals. And this is not just us just trying to be fans, just talking it into existence. We have data to back it up, that it could be happening, that Juan mm-hmm. Soto could be a Cardinal. We'll talk about it in just a minute.
1: Now, tonight, when you're watching the All-Star Game, uh, if you're like me, you like to snack while you're doing it. Like you get, like, you know, a pizza or whatever. You like to snack, you know, whatever it can be. Chips, pretzels, whatever. And we know those things aren't good for you. So from the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds that you should probably be eating tonight. If you're watching the All-Star Game and we're talking about Built Bar. You probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. But guess what? Your friends at Built. I've given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. They're good for you too. That's the that's the crazy part about it all. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time, so go to built.com now and make sure you don't miss out. They're going to go fast because they taste amazing, and that's how things are these days. They just go, you know? People are just buy them all up. So all built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Best part about the built Puffs, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free Because they're good for you, made with, as I mentioned, the collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. They are the perfect treat when you've got a craving and you need to satisfy that sweet tooth. I don't know if you have one of those, Lucas, if you have a a sweet Sweet, tooth, tooth. but I I was fine until I met my wife and she's got a massive one and it just kind of grew on me. So now I have a sweet tooth all the time, but you don't want to be naughty. You want to eat something that, that tastes good, but can also do some uh, some good things for you so a quick healthy snack these are perfect for you Uh, you get that protein which helps repair cells and makes new ones also important for growth and development so get it while you can delicious coconut rich sweet brownie creamy marshmallow it can be yours go to built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now use promo code lock 15 and get 15 percent off your order use promo code lock 15 at built.com now before they're all gone
0: Over the last couple of days, J.D., we've been teasing it, talking about it. You and I have been kind of texting back and forth different packages of what it might be realistic to to get Juan Soto. Juan Soto recently reportedly turning down $440 million and probably was right to do so because he's probably going to get half a billion dollars. He's probably going to be baseball's first $500 million man. And deservedly so, we can talk about the money in sports and the contracts these people are saying no to on a different moral philosophy podcast but for in terms of what you know the market demands juan soda is going to get 500 million dollars that's my guess right so with it's, him saying no go ahead jd
1: yeah it's certainly a possibility um one of the things that i thought that w- was uh, that the nationals made a mistake with this is uh first off he's 23 15 years like if I'm 23 years old, I'm not signing anything that's 15. Why would I want to lock myself into something like that when the salaries continuously go up? Mm. Like, And the average salary that they were offering there, if you put it over the 15 years, was uh, less than $30 million a year. Very, very profitable to people like me and you. <laughs> but to them, I mean, Scherzer's making over $40 million, Okay, So that's where the bar is set. So you're coming in $13 million short. On the average salary, I, I, I understand why Soto turned this down. Um, so personally, I don't know if it's going to take $500 million to actually sign him. You could probably, if you gave this is just me talking out loud. If you did something like five years, $250 million, where you make him the highest paid player in baseball. And when he's 28, he can also jump to another to, uh, a free agent contract to make... Even more money as the salaries escalate. So he could do that, and uh, he wouldn't be locked into the same place. Just some ideas of uh, why he would have turned down such a massive contract.
0: You also know, got to look at the, the way the Nationals are trending. It's not super up. Yes, they got yeah. some prospects for the Scherzer and the Turner deal, obviously, last year. But maybe he wants to go somewhere that w- that's a winner, right? Yeah. The Cardinals are winners. So we got an email late last night from Online. Which is I, I was up. I've, I've been packing, moving. Hence, this again, still low quality on audio and video, and I apologize. So I was up when I got this email, at like two o'clock in the morning, my time. Yeah. And it was odds if Soto is traded. So these are not that he ends up with these teams, but if he's traded, the New York Mets are favorites at four to one, which JD and I are not buying. He's not getting traded mm. in division in season. That's just not happening in my opinion. Nope. New York Yankees are then five to one. Uh, San Francisco Giants are eleven to two. The Dodgers, which I think that's pretty likely. Dodgers and Blue Jays are both six to one. And then the Cardinals come in at seven to one odds. They have better odds than the Mariners, the Red Sox, the Astros, Braves, Phillies, Padres, White Sox, and, and Angels. All those are all worse odds. But the Cardinals with seven to one odds, JD, I mean, do I actually think it's gonna happen? I don't know. But <laughs> seven to one odds make me think that I could put some money down and win some pretty good money that if he does go to St. Louis
1: just the fact that they're among those top teams makes me kind of hopeful that at least they're right. kicking the tires on them. I and mean, we got that report that they had talked to the nationals about offense. It wasn't specific about what player me and you dismissed the fact that it could be one. So we're like, well, who else are you? You know, we're like, okay, that's the Cardinals. We're not going to go after him. All right. Who else are we looking at here? And then we started, you know, browsing the roster and you're like, there's really nobody else on that roster that's, offensively going to help this team like there's nobody else there so it had to be Juan Soto it had to be I don't know who else they'd be going after and you know what you, you go and you look at some of the prospects and the guys that the, the Cardinals could put together in a package to land somebody like Juan Soto um, I don't think that's the hardest part about this deal I, I think they have the ammunition to put a deal together it's the idea of trying to resign him which is where I you know when us Paying attention to Cardinal management over the years, man, it seems like a lot of money for them to to lock in. You know, I know they've given money to Goldie and to Arenado, and they gave some money to Michaelis and stuff. But this is the next level of right. expenses when it comes to a contract. Um, so that's where I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know, man. But you know, it, it's fun to to see their name up there amongst those teams that are a possibility of a place for soda to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, at the bare minimum, you're right. It's fun to see the name up there. Seven to one odds. I like those odds at Bet Online. So if you want to go take a take a look at the other, you know, they got plenty of odds for plenty of other things right now at the All Star game tonight as well. Who we might the MVP be? Does Albert get the MVP? Is it Goldie? I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen. What's your prediction tonight before we leave? Quick prediction on the All Star game.
1: Well, the AL has won eight years in a row, so I'm hoping the NL will get this one. Uh, the last MVP the NL had, buddy. Do you have any idea who it was back in 2012? The Chipper Jones. Melky Cabrera is the name you're oh, looking for. Right. <laughs> From wow. the Giants. Yeah. That would have taken that, me some time. That remember that guy? Um uh, being man. that it's being that it's at Dodger Stadium. I'm gonna go with one of the Dodgers. Give me Trey Turner. And uh because he's on my fantasy team and he's having a <laughs> hell of a season. So give me Trey Turner as your MVP.
0: I like it. I wanna I know that that, that AL offense, man, is just st- stacked. You got Otani Vlad. Judge, all these different things.
1: Scrubs. 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 It's all about the NL tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, Scrub. I don't know. I'll go NL two though. You know what? I'll go NL and I'll go Freeman as the MVP. I'll Good go NL. Freeman's getting hot. We we saw it in St. Louis last week. I'll go NL takes the win. And I'm gonna go one more one step further, JD. I think Ryan Helsley gets the save tonight. I go. go Freeman MVP Helsley saves. Goldie gets a knock. Pools gets a standing ovation, and it's a good night for the NL.
1: All right, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm on board with you, buddy. Give me Trey Turner in the NL, and real quick, uh, happy 43rd birthday to Rick Ankiel, who's celebrating a birthday today. Cardinal birthday. legend.
0: I will also throw a personal birthday to my future brother-in-law, as well as my. Um, Paternal grandmother both have birthdays today, so big birthday day on Lockheed Cardinals. If you want to have a prediction for the, the All Star game tonight, drop a comment on the YouTube section. You can also reach us on Twitter, he's at JD Sports Radio. I'm at LJ Fastball. Let us know where you're watching the All Star game tonight, as well as who you think is going to win and who's going to be the MVP. We'll be back tomorrow with All Star Reaction, and tomorrow and Thursday, we're going to have some Juan Soto trade packages for you. So be sure to come back. To see who we think the Cardinals can, should, might, won't give up. We're wheeling and dealing. We're We're wheeling and
1: dealing tomorrow. We'll
0: put our GM hats on for just a little bit. So, from JD's very spiffy tuxedo shirt and from my Locked On shirt, stay safe, stay well, everybody, and have a fantastic rest of your day.